Come on. Welcome, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Mary Morris. Mary, are you ready to do this? I am ready. How are All you right. today? Let's go. I am. I. I am great. Mary is the CEO of Virginia Five Two Nine. They are the largest tax advantage education savings program in the country. She's a JD with a master's of law and taxation. Mary, tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, well, as you said, I'm a lawyer by training. I have not practiced law for a very long time, but when I did, it was tax and securities law, uh, you know, a lot of corporate work. Uh, when I moved into the public sector uh, many years ago, if, first in the attorney general's office, uh, you know, still as a lawyer, uh, I found, I think, what I love to do, which is the public sector work and, you know, a sense of mission, a sense of maybe helping and not worrying about billable hours, but just worrying about doing the job. And that was as a lawyer. Uh, I then was able to move in. I was state treasurer for a term, you know, so I've done a lot of different things back in the private sector. And then about 15 years ago, uh, back to Virginia 529, um, where I started as a lawyer. So I have a very long history with this organization. um, And it really brought the intersection of what I love, which is public policy, um, and that intersection of education and finance. Um, So I've taught at the college level, I've taught actually, I've taught everything um, during, you know, from school and everything else from pre-K through law school for a little bit of time sometimes. So I love teaching. I like education. I know the importance and the value of education, um, but I've also learned as I've gotten older uh, that there are all different kinds of education and it comes at different times and in different ways for people. And that's a big part of, of what we do. So, you know, my job, what I do, what I love about it is teaching. Um, And it's helping people learn about things. And I've learned a lot myself along the way. So um. nice. I appreciate that. So when, when people say, what do you do? What do you tell them? Um, I help, we help people plan for their, the most important financial journeys of their lives. Uh, You know, most people will tell you the two things they worry about. Most adults, what do you worry about? What do you worry about for the future? Retirement and educating my kids. Mm -hmm. Any survey I've ever seen, doesn't matter what it is. Those are the two top priorities. Um, We have been working for over 25 years to help families with that second part, with the education piece. Um, I'll tell you, we we have broadened in recent years. We run disability savings programs now, so-called ABLE programs. I'm not going to talk about those much today, but we do that. We are building a, an employer-based private retirement program, so we'll help with that piece of it. Um, and again, we find the intersections on the education savings and retirement savings, and there's some innovations and some things that we work on you know, through uh, legislative activity that we hope will come to fruition in the next few years. Um, but for education savings, as with most savings, it's about planning and doing, um, setting goals, and preparing for the future. And so we try to help families figure out that way to talk about, to think about, to plan for their future educational needs, and then provide, we think, excellent, inexpensive vehicles for doing that uh, with all the tax advantages that come with the 529 program. So, um, you know, we help the pocketbooks just with those tax savings, um, with inexpensive programs, and, and a real, you know, sort of a guided way of thinking about how to plan for the future. Nice. 
Well, I appreciate that. So biggest concerns we have, we're worried about our retirement and wanting to help kids with education. Is, is, is that a concern because it's so potentially expensive? Is it a concern because we want to be able to help, but don't know how to go about it? Is, is, is it all these things? All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I don't know. I am. Most people I think are terrible planners. You know, we don't, I, I tease my kids about it all the time. I have adult children and I'll ask them, what's the plan? And they're like, I don't want a plan. I say, well, you need some <laughs> kind of plan and, and you need to have a plan B for when life happens. And people don't like to plan. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I spend a lot of time, you know, talking to folks like you about is just encouraging families to talk more about everything, about their hopes and their dreams. You know, talk to your kids about your educational journey, your financial journey. And I will tell you, I was not very smart on personal finances for many years. You know, I sort of worked in an area where I could do corporate taxes and I could do a lot of, you know, I knew a lot of things, but didn't maybe bring it personal and didn't think, you know, I didn't talk about it with my family when I was growing up. My father was a successful businessman. Uh, We were very fortunate, uh, but I didn't get many lessons. And I'm afraid I didn't pass them on early to my children. We didn't sit around and talk about, you know, saving and budgeting and things that I really wish I had. So part of what I do now in my life is try to encourage other families to do that sooner. Um, And particularly, again, in that intersection of education and finance, Talk about your finances. Talk about what's realistic. Um, you know, talk about what the future is going to bring. You know, delayed gratification. How you know how you set goals and you have to to plan for them. And you may have to give up something in the short term um, to have those goals in the long term. You know, so we work with organizations like Junior Achievement, and um, their Jumpstart is in other parts of the country, bigger probably. But you know, organizations we work with the Virginia Council on Economic Education, which helps educators in Virginia from K through 12 work with students on personal finance and economics, entrepreneurship, economics generally, you know, all of those things, budgeting and um, junior achievement. I just love because we get to work with kids sometimes there too. And again, that's a part of that journey starting early you know, junior achievement. When you work with kindergartners and first graders, it's those basic concepts of needs versus wants. And, I, and, and figuring out the difference between the two, you know, just because you want something doesn't mean you need it and resources and resources being limited and community. And then it builds on that. And I just think we've been not done a great job in this country of delivering those messages consistently over a long period of time, because everything to sink in requires repetition. And so that's a lot of what we're about. We're trying to capture people's attention early, provide lessons that are interesting, that that hit people at the right time in their lives when they're ready to hear a particular lesson. And, uh, you know, so uh, a lot of the programs we work with, a lot of the things that we do, a lot of our messaging is about helping people get started because uh, that's the main part. Procrastination is just a killer. It is for me and I am not unique in the world. <clears throat> so it's just getting started. It's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the website. I'm going to open the account. And with 529 programs across the country, including Virginia 529, for some, you can get started with $0. Almost every state has an option where you can get started for as little as $25 deposited into the account to get it started. So just do that. 
you know, once you have it, you will start getting the messages. You'll start getting encouragement. You might get promotions where if you set it up for automatic contributions, we'll put some money into your account. You know, you'll get 50 bucks free from, and we've done that promotion as have other states. If you just say, we're going to set it because we know that once you set it for automatic contributions, you're not probably going to turn it off. You know, so there's a little bit of behavioral economics in what we do all the time, but it's helping people form those good habits and keep them going, you yeah. know, which, which works for finances. It works for losing weight. It you know, works for lots of things. It's just, what are some of the good common sense things, things that most people know, but you just need to hear it. And sometimes you need to hear it multiple times and then get a little bit of a boost to get started. Um, and that continued boost to keep it going. Right. You can't just open the account and let it sit there. You have to do something with it. And uh, so, again, a lot of our messaging, a lot of what we do is, is aimed at helping people do that and then see the benefits of it. You get a tax deduction. Most, most states that have an income tax, you get a tax deduction for your contributions to a 529 account. Um, they grow tax-free, state and federal tax-free. So you have that leveraging effect of, you know, the value of what you're putting in. It grows faster when you don't have to pay taxes on it. Um, and for five to nine accounts, you never pay tax on the earnings as long as you use it for qualified higher education expenses. And that's a very broad category. And that's been growing in recent years. Um, you know, so it's just really tough to beat. You can't find those types of tax advantages anywhere. Those should be incentives to actually do something to get started. Um, and you don't have to save a bajillion dollars. You know, it's not about that. It's about everything you do. Even if you don't have a lot of resources, every dollar you save is a dollar you're not going to have to borrow or figure out some other way to come up with when you decide on what your personal educational journey is going to look like, whether you do that at age 18 or 25 or 65, you can go back to school at any time. Education, I think, is fun and important, and it doesn't even have to lead to a job. Just do it because it's something you're interested in, and you can use a 529 account to help you at any juncture in your life. So they're not just for kids. I love it. A lot of really, really powerful stuff there. And uh, all, all of it, I certainly agree with, particularly the one where you talk about how it takes a long time to sink into our heads sometimes, because I, I know anyway, but <laughs> the, 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 I, the fact that a, a kid can go to junior achievement and learn the difference between a want and a need, I can almost guarantee that that's going to stick with them for their entire life. And odds are they're going to transfer that information that they learned when they were five years old to their kids and their grandkids. And so just getting started with this stuff and opening a, opening up a 529 account and putting in $25, you are now all of a sudden investing in somebody's educational future. And you can bring that up, say, well, actually, Mary, we set up a 529 account for you and your brother when you were this age. And now it's grown this much. And it's just an opportunity to be I don't know if normalizing is 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 the term, but helping people to take those actions and 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 potentially change everything. It does. Well, change is it is life changing, and I believe that education is life changing. You know, it, it, in, in any number of studies would tell you that in different ways, it's better for your health, better for your pocketbook. Um, and I'm not one that thinks that education is only to see about how much money you can make. Um, I have children who are artists and in the humanities. And so it's not all about, oh, let's find the pathway that makes the most money. That's nice, but you know, also do what interests you. And we need all kinds of people in all kinds of different positions. But um, 
you know, you're absolutely right in terms of that, that starting the conversation. You know, our industry uses a lot of statistic that's, you know, research shows that children, you know, families, the child that has a 529 account is X times, different studies show you, but just much more likely to go to college. And I always mm-hmm. think that that's not necessarily causational. There's a correlation there, though, for sure. And the correlation is that that's a family that prioritizes goal setting, education, saving, you know, planning and budgeting, and probably talks to their kids about it, right? So you use that account um, to teach financial lessons, um, to encourage the kids as they get older and they work summer jobs to say, you're going to put a couple of bucks of what you've made into your 529 account. You know, so you can talk about budgeting, you can talk about goal setting uh, as you go along. For a family with more means, they can say, you know, we're, we have, we're privileged. We've been saving in a 529 account. We have some resources. You can go anywhere you want, or you're particularly lucky, you're smart, um, you're going to get a scholarship, you know, whatever it might be. But you can also have that conversation with, you can get a great education starting at the community college level, getting your first two years under your belt, get those sort of gut courses out of the way, keep it inexpensive, maybe live at home, maybe keep working part-time so that you can go to your dream school for the last two years. You know, we can save enough to do that. You can do a certificate program for a kid that's just not really that into classroom and and working or they don't want to work in an office forever. They just don't know what they want to do when they're 18. Well, okay. You know, maybe you wait for a while, but we've got this account and it's waiting for you and we're going to keep putting money in. And when you decide that you want to do something different, maybe your employer has, is going to help you with it, has a tuition reimbursement program. We've talked to employers a lot, and our industry is trying to work with employers to encourage them to help their employees to contribute to 529 accounts. So maybe we do that at Virginia 529. We have a match. We will match $529 in a 529 account for our employees, and it can be an account for them, for their kids, for their nieces and nephews, for whoever they want. You, because as you said, you can save for anybody. Um, grandparents, maybe 15% of our accounts are owned by grandparents for their grandkids. Um, because you can get started. Maybe you have a little, you know, a little bit of money that you could put aside while your adult children are trying to figure out how to buy the diapers and pay for the soccer equipment and you know just deal with life and a mortgage and paying off their student debt that maybe you um you know left them with because you didn't save in a 529 now for your grandchildren we're going to give you that jump start and when the parents can start contributing they can gifting we think is great Um, most 529s now have gifting platforms we try to make it very easy um Perfect birthday gift. You, you know, we encourage folks when you have a birthday party, there are gift cards. You can do all kinds of things to help families on that, um, you know, personal journey. And, and we find that millennials and, and younger savers in particular, one are better about talking about their finances. You know, they'll share their goals on Instagram, you know, wherever. I don't say Facebook, but that tends to skew older now, I know. Uh, you know, whatever it is, TikTok, but, but, but they share it. They put it out into the universe and say, I want to do this. Help me. You know, there's GoFundMe and all those different things. 529s are no different. You can say, hey, I want my kid to have choices, whatever they happen to be in the future, or I want to save for myself. I want to go back to school. You want to give me a gift at some point, put it in my 529 account. Um, so again, those are some of those lessons that we try to give to people. You, you don't have enough money to put in yourself, make it a community effort. Ask friends and family to help you with that, uh, with reaching that goal. 
put it out into the universe. This is my goal. This is what we're working on as a family. You can help us. I love it. I think that's so, so much powerful stuff there. Um, here, people were just thinking we were going to talk about 529 accounts when, in fact, we're really talking about this is a tool or a mechanism for teaching your kids about budgeting, time value of money, school selection, making decisions about just debt and, 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 and all that potentially. And I think that I've got a five and a two-year-old and I know that they've got too many toys. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't I have a 529 account open and say, hey, instead of giving my kid a $20 toy, put $20 into their account or talk to my family, my grandparents and everybody else. What a huge difference that could make. It's the perfect baby gift. Uh, you know, if someone has a newborn, you don't know what to get them, don't know how big they are, you just give them a contribution to a 529 account. Uh, you know, I think back when my kids were little and, you know, usually I was running out because I was always a working mom and not very good, didn't like to shop. And be Saturday morning and the birthday party was that afternoon. And I was like, oh man, I got to run out to Target and get a gift card and a, you know, maybe a Barbie or whatever the kid wanted to go along with that uh, gift card. Now I would absolutely do a contribution to a 529 account and you can get physical cards. If you like that, you can do it electronically uh, and again, a small tangible gift and then, and give that gift to the 529 account and they just add up. And that's a great lesson for kids too, just to see how you know, $10 here and 25 here and you get a bonus at the end of the year. You put some of that in, uh, you know, we encourage, uh, we, we, did, took action in Virginia and a number of states do this. You can um, have a part of your federal tax refund. It's tax filing time coming up now. So um, in Virginia, at least, you can have direct deposit into your 529 account. So just don't ever see it. If you're going to get a $300 refund in taxes, if you don't need it, put it all into your 529 account. But more realistically for me is oh, put 100 into the 529 account take the 200 for general savings for, you know, a splurge, whatever it happens to be. Again, you make the choices that work for your family. There are lots of ways to go. There's no one right answer for anybody. And uh, that's, I guess, a big part of when I, when I talk, I don't pretend to know anybody else's situation. I don't pretend to have all the answers. Like I said, I, I've made plenty of mistakes in my life. You can't beat yourself up about it. You just keep moving on and you make the best choices you can wherever you are in life and, uh, you know, just do what you can and uh, don't beat yourself up about it along the way. If you got off course, get back on, um, you know, just, just try it again. If you have a five to nine account and you haven't thought about it for the last two years, I hope if you're listening today, just go check it out. Just look and see what it's been doing, set it up for a recurring contribution. That is the best way. Even if it's 10 bucks a month, just put it in there before you ever see it have payroll deduction. Again, most 529 programs, you can work with your employer to have it automatically deposited through payroll deduction. You can set it up yourself for a monthly recurring contribution. Best way, best way to save um, for any, any kind of savings. So. Well said. Love it. Well, Mary, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and Virginia 529? 
uh, at virginia529.com. We try to make it as easy as possible. And again, tons of information. Um, we've added some tools to help people think about, whoa, which, which account, you know, what do I want to save in? We haven't even talked about the investment options. There are a number. Uh, we have target enrollment funds, just like in retirement, you tend to have target, uh, you know, target date funds, um, but there are a lot of options and we try to provide helpful information. We, we can't advise. We're not financial advisors. Um, but if you're not comfortable uh, with you know with your choices or if this, all this feels overwhelming talk to friends talk to family maybe talk to a trusted financial advisor to get some assistance read go out onto websites like I said virginia529.com in other states your state has a 529 program think about it first um, savingforcollege.com collegesavings.org both um, really geared towards education savings. There are so many good financial resources, um, you know, training materials, games for kids, lots of ways to learn. Just educate yourself. Education is important about everything. Uh, you do a little bit of reading and virginia529.com will get you started. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mary your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to virginia529.com. Check out all the great resources that we've been talking about today. And for goodness sakes, stop thinking about it and just 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 start doing it. And then automate it. Automate those contributions. Thanks again, Mary. Thank you so much. It's nice yeah. talking to you. Nice talking with you. And until next time. Keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.